What is up, everybody? We are back. Another episode of the Grunge Bible Podcast, episode 56. My name is Ethan Shalloway, joined by Chris Salona. It's a Monday night. We just got off the horn with a good friend talking about the Jerry Show. But first, how are we doing, Chris? You doing all right? Yeah, I'm, doing, day, I'm doing well. The I, weekly uh, check-in comes back and yeah, around we'll, we'll, for we'll, another we'll, stop. We'll check in here. Uh, hopefully, people don't make fun of me this time around for my demeanor on the check-in. But hey, man. No, we're, we're doing okay. I have to say... Um, I, I was not, <laughs> I wasn't in the mood to record this episode. Uh, and then we, then we got to talking with our guest and it reinvigorated not only my, uh, my zest for this discussion, right. but my zest for the day. This is a hell of a way to end a day. A uh, good nightcap. Si- yeah, it's a great nightcap. So we're sitting down here on um, Monday, the 11th of April. This episode will be released on Monday, the 18th of April. Um, and yeah, uh, there's really no nothing else to say other than the fact that Jerry's in the air. Jerry Cantrell is in the air. Jerry's in the air. So uh, today we had actually my old boss, and I gave an intro on the episode, but um, his name's Andy Engelman, and and we just knew that it was it made sense um, to have him on to talk about the show. He saw Jerry in Philadelphia, and then two days later, Chris got to see him, and. I haven't seen him yet. We've decided on the show that I have to see him on Easter Sunday. He's playing, um, so it'll be it'll, at the time of this recording. I'll hopefully have seen him because he's going to play in Nashville, about two and a half hours away. So, um, but it just made sense because it's good conversation. Andy was there when it happened. He has a different perspective on the music and how it influenced him, and that's really what this page is and what this you know grunge Bible is. It's connecting generations through music. So. Um, you know, he's just an honest working man, hardworking Mason who has worked outside his whole life and just loves guitar, loves Jerry. And um, I was very happy that he got to go see the show. I'm really happy that Chris got to see him, see Jerry play, and I'm happy that I'm going to be able to see him. And um, yeah, it was a great, it was a great interview. I'm really happy that that it worked out, and it's it's a treat. It's really good. So I hope you guys, I hope you guys can enjoy it. And if you, I think that also another thing, you guys are all out there probably going and watching the show too. So hopefully you can relate to all the things that they're talking about. And hopefully you know your favorite song from the, from the concert and the experiences are going to be similar. So I think that, you know, let us know, you know, let us know in the comments what your favorite Jerry performance was from the time or what your thoughts on all of our, uh, topics were tonight because I think it'll be it'll be awesome. I could not agree more. So we're really excited to bring this conversation to you. Uh, some great conversation amongst passionate fans and connoisseurs of this music, which we all are, and uh, we are in our fifty sixth week of the show. And uh, we wouldn't be here without our top level Patreon supporters. So it is now that time where we need to thank our supporters. And we're going to start that right now. So I would like to thank, you know, we're going to lead this off. I would like to thank the first name I'm going to read is Alex Long. And I actually, I met Alex Long at the Jerry Cantrell show in Boston. Had a nice, good old fashioned grunge Bible meetup. I met the first Alex meet and greet? the first, the first ever time I've met somebody. Um, so Alex and his, and, and his, and his friend Brody were up there. Uh, we we ripped some Jerry Cantrell together. Uh, really, really great time. Great dudes, and also a top level patron. Um, really, really happy about that. So we're gonna thank Alex Long. Um, additionally, we're gonna thank Darian Riddle, Brenda Black Hole, Sean, Chris, Captain High Top, Nikki Six, Laura and Irene, Shannon Gorgone, Kayla Jean, Millie, Marianne, Sue, Sunny Mashburn, our number one fan from Australia. What the fuck's up, Denny's? Jamie Lynn, Alexis Shannon, Release, Millie, Rachel Corning, Fuck Soup, Wayne Staley, Doug Endy, Jade Mercado, Kara Kay, The Blue Owl, and Victor Schaefer. What a mouthful, man. What a it's mouthful. Up there. Yeah, we're getting, we up, getting there up there with there. the so this, is, this is really what it's all about, though. People coming together over music and having some good times and making connections and sharing in a common passion. So I was able to do that in person. Uh, with people that we met through this community, which it doesn't really get much better than that. No, it's pretty special. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. It really is cool. Um, so without further ado, I think we cut to the episode. It's great. So here is our conversation with Andy Engelman about Jerry Cantrell and the Brighton tour. Roll the tape. 
right, guys. Here we are. Chris, Andy, it's nice to see you guys this wonderful Monday night. Um, how's everybody doing tonight? Doing well. Nice warm day here in Pennsylvania. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Weather's finally breaking over there, yeah. huh? Yep. It's about time, especially, uh, especially for the masonry. That's right. Yep. So to catch everybody up real quick, this is Andy Engelman, and Andy and I go way back. Um, he's actually, he's been in a few of my band music project. He's been my, I guess, guitar sound guy a little bit. He's also been my boss. He's the guy that um, got me into Alice in Chains initially, I'd say, um, like more heavily than just me listening. Um, my dad and him go way back, and uh, yeah, we've been connected for a long time, and then this past summer when chris came down we had our first performance as our quote-unquote band merchant copy yeah this, this is a band meeting this right is, now this is a band yeah. we're, we're setting up our next tour date um, of merchant copy we're a three-piece band obviously and Ticketmaster um, pre-sale will be available for the uh the listeners yeah. of the podcast obviously yeah but andy engelman is he's an axe man himself he's an incredible mason he's been doing it for a long time some a great hardscaper and um you know, it's just a, he's a grunge guy like the rest of us, and he, and he lived through it, and he, we've been to Foo Fighters shows together, he's seen now Jerry, the reason that we have him on tonight is uh, Chris and Andy both got to see Jerry's, um, his Brighton tour, and we're doing a little compare and contrast, and I just want to hear, honestly, both of you guys talk about it, because I know <laughs> it was pretty epic, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It was, um... I, I had, so and Andy, you had gone, I think, a couple of nights before I did. You went on a Sunday and I went on a Wednesday. And I remember we Correct. were talking after the show and you were like, that completely blew me away. So I already had high expectations going into it. And then after chatting right. with you and your experiences, I was like, this is going to be so good. But I was still like, I was a little nervous that I had set my expectations too high, but it didn't even matter. Because, I mean, as soon as they came out, it was, it, right. it was honestly one of the better shows that I think I've ever seen. I would agree. It was all, it was one of the better shows that I had, had ever seen. I mean, it's definitely up there and I wasn't really sure the way he was going to go with it. You know, I didn't know what to expect. You know, when it, when an artist comes out with a solo album, are they going to focus more on that? Or are they going to focus more, you know, are they going to throw a couple in from the past? But, uh, I think he mixed it in very well, you know? Yes. And, so what was the flow? Did he come out and like, did he start out with some solo stuff or did he come out with something that everybody uh, I was what blew me away one? was, you know, in Philadelphia at the TLA, he came he came in full force with them bones. I mean, opening up with them bones, and I was like, wait, okay, here we go. <laughs> you know, like yeah. not expecting them bones. Uh, you know. Yeah. I would, honestly, I was I would have been okay without hearing any Allison Chains that night. I went there. I love Jerry. It, it's all about Jerry. I think he's, you know, I mean, he's up there as far as musicians and songwriters goes for me, you know, he's, he's at the top and I, I would, you know, I would go see Jerry no matter what. So it, it didn't matter to me. It was going to be like an extra surprise if an Allison Chains song popped up in that, you know, in that whole set that night. But when he really, got into it i was like uh, you know what you know if you're gonna play for two hours right i mean <laughs> yeah you gotta throw something uh, you know he's got what is it three solo albums now yeah that, he's got three you know now. that's yep. a total three so yeah so so what was the what was the who comprised of the band who were all the members do you guys know like were there so, some people yeah, from so I, alice um, or no Prior to the no. prior to going, I only knew I, I, because I just recognized his name, but Greg Puchado, <clears throat> who was uh, who who took some of the vocals on. Um, but otherwise, um, he had Tyler Bates who played a lot of lead guitar, um, Gil Sharon on the drums, George Adrian on bass guitar, Michael Rosen on uh, pedal steel, and then Jason Achilles on the keys. So I'm not very familiar. I don't think with any of them, but okay. you could tell. I mean, okay. they must have spent a lot of time playing together because they were. They were super, super tight when I saw them. And I, I know by this point, they've been, I think, six or seven shows deep into the tour. So kind of felt like they're really rounding into form by the time that we were able to see them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he kind of made some references as he was talking about, you know, the, the, the first couple of shows, they were really shaking out the, the bugs and stuff like that. And I guess yeah. they had some, uh, there was a bass malfunction at, at our show. Uh -oh. And, uh, 
Yeah, it, they got into uh, Bright. I think it was Brighton actually, and uh, mm-hmm. um, there was no base. And they like, and Jerry goes, uh, he just stops the show. He's like, "Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, stop, stop." You know, he's like, "We're we're gonna do this awesome yeah. for you guys," you know. And he brings, you know, he brings um, Brian. His tech comes out and uh, starts, you know, working on getting everything back together. They they thought they. Apparently, I guess in some previous shows, they must have blown up some amps and they thought (laughs) now the bass player blew up, you know, blew up an amp. And so um, anyway, so then they found out it was just like the bass. It was the actual bass itself. And then then they switched out bases. But it was so what I think it was just so real and like nobody cared, you know, like, I mean, the the tech was, uh, you know, was out there on stage switching guitars around and, and, you know, helping get this bass thing. And it was just like, everybody was just, you know, yeah. I mean, how, how many times, you know, as a musician, as a, you know, uh, amateur musician, Ethan, you know, that like, if something like that goes wrong, when you're like, you know, in the middle of a show, it's <laughs> embarrassing. I mean, it's yeah. completely embarrassing, but somebody like Jerry Cantrell and, you know, can turn that into a, a great moment, connects with his fans and, you know, and bam, right. it's a, it still ends up being an awesome night. So, you know, it's so funny that yeah. stuff sometimes like when you're on that level or if you, you just have the wherewithal to harness it, it almost adds to the lore and it just adds to the street cred of like, yeah, we just blew, we just blew this base up, but whatever, man, we're going to, we're going to keep on rolling. We're, we're going to get it fixed and we're just going to, we're just going to rip for another hour and a half. Yeah. I'm yeah. Both of the venues were standing room standing room only. I'm a, well, at least there was a pit, right, for both of them. And you guys both were really um, close. Yeah, TLA had a uh, like a, I would say like a mezzanine section, you know. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, we I was actually surprised at how close we got comparatively yeah. by you know because we didn't get there exactly early to get in line, you yeah. know. So yeah mine was mine was pretty similar so i think the doors were at seven and then the opener was eight and jerry came out at nine i didn't i didn't get there until maybe five after seven so it was it was pretty well filled uh funny story i actually i ended up meeting uh, a couple yes. of uh grunge bible disciples uh one of them is a top level oh, patreon supporter uh shout out to my man alex long and his buddy brody so we we met up at the show actually uh killer dudes there and uh so we kind of lingered we had some drinks at the bar and then after the opener, we were able to to squeeze down into the uh, uh, you know right in front of the stage. We were, I think, maybe three people, you know, three people back from the front of the uh, yeah. of the pit. So same thing. Um, you know, they, they they had a standing room GA section, and then they had like they they sold them as like box seats around the side. It was a little elevated, but it was, it wasn't seats. You could just stand. You were close to the bar. But I mean, for a show like that, I, I needed to be close, and um, yeah, it just kind of kind of just blew blew my hair off in a way when they came out so so cool like it's it's been a while since i've had this extended of a high from seeing a live act and uh yeah i'm still i've been listening to nonstop jerry nonstop aic had you seen jerry or allison chains before andy i have not no i had not seen them before no when uh when the scenes when you know when crunch took off i was like a 13 14 year old kid you know yeah, you're so, probably not hey, going no, to no money <laughs> yeah. no money nowhere no way to get there you know like mm-hmm. uh and they were so, on the other, other side of the country yeah so yeah you guys both you guys both said that it was like obviously one of the best shows you've ever been to um why do you think that it like what was it that made it the best show was it because it was jerry was it just because it was you know one of one of the idols or was it the music? Was it something that you felt like you maybe you, yeah, like you missed, but then you were able to get like a really good taste of it to come back? Or like what, what about him as an artist made it so good or better than expected? That's that a is. good question. I'll, I'll go first. So um, I think for me, I didn't realize how much, how important it was going to be for me <laughs> to see him in a way. Because I mean, we, yeah. like we post Alice and Chase, yeah. we post Jerry all the time. And Every then day. he came out, I was like, holy shit, like, there he he's, is. He's right there. And and I, I almost sometimes you forget how much you actually like this music and how much appreciation you have for these people. So for me it was just kind of that perfect storm of the realizations or the re-realizations of that stuff. And you know, I was with with, with some 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 good buddies and you know, you're having fun and 
and the, the band was super into it and then the crowd was so into it. It was just kind of one of those things that everything came together and and uh I think when you started playing some of those songs you you think of all the memories that you have to those songs and how you discover them and the way you feel about them and the way they make you feel and then to have that in a live setting I just thought was so so cool especially because at this point we're we're quite limited with the individuals from that era that we can see mm-hmm. so just the fact that we're able to get out and see someone like Jerry and he's he's healthy he's well and he's still just playing playing his playing his nuts off like it's crazy is <laughs> so yeah. I don't know I, I, don't, I don't know how else to say that <laughs> but um so that was it for me it just kind of that realization like wow this is this is the real deal what about you Andy because I mean you well, your, I, your fandom stretches back so- well I was gonna say what is it like seeing somebody that you grew up listening to so much but never had a chance to see I feel like that would be its own special that's epic yeah it is. It, it is. But it's something where, you know, I've kind of kept up with Jerry and, and what he's been doing my whole life. So, you know, I, you know, anything that comes out in an interview with him or, you know, I, Gibson uh, just recently did icons, you know, yep. uh, with him. And, uh, you know, I've been, I just always, if I could listen to an interview, somebody telling of him telling a story, you know, of whatever, you know, he just, to me, Jerry is a very real person. And I think, you know, um, not the rock star, uh, I don't want to, you know, not the David Lee Roth type, you know, flashy, you know, out there, you know, but he's, he's just a real, you know, um, and it was like, Hey, this, this guy's real. And there he is, you know, (laughs) like 10 feet from me, but he's really cool. And he's, I think for me being a musician, there's ways that you you grow as a musician, you know, you're this young punk kid and you just want to play as hard and as fast as you can, you know, and you want to blow the room out and, uh, you know, you want to shred and you want to, you know, you want to be the fastest guy out there. And, uh, I think there was moments that night that took me back to that era in my life when Look, the first time I ever heard these guys was on the single soundtrack. You know, I had the single soundtrack before I had dirt, you know, so, so I'm listening to the single soundtrack. You know, you got a guy that was completely getting into thrash metal, you know, you know, Anthrax Slayer and Metallica and, you know, everything, you know, playing as fast as you possibly could. Oh yeah. And then here come along comes this, Hey, you know, people start talking about, this music that's coming out of Seattle and you're like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, it, a lot of it was compared to the classic rock of the seventies, you know, Zeppelin and the who and, and Floyd. And, um, you know, so you're like, Oh, well, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. Maybe I should be on take yeah. listen to that, you know? And so, you know, here, I think I had a, an older sister, my own, not, not, I think I have an older <laughs> sister who, <laughs> who um, shout out, 10 years shout older out than sis. me. Yeah. yeah, shout out this. <laughs> Going way down from New York to see me, but anyway, um right now, I, but anyway, allegedly. so she's a, allegedly, yeah. <laughs> so I think she had the single CD at the house, you know, and I was like, oh, "I'll give this thing a listen to," you know, and here comes, you know, Allison Chains and Wood and and you know, he gets into, you know, as a guitar player, astute guitar player, you know, studying everybody's great guitar players moves that I can find, you know he rolls into the solo and it's just, a, it's a slower solo. It's not ripping. It's not, you know, complete out right shred. And it just, that it just totally grabbed me. And I was like, wow, you know, the effectiveness of something like that. And he's not doing anything real super flashy, but it just, it yeah. just grabs a hold of you and, and it just pulls you in. And, and I think from that moment, it was like, man, I gotta, I gotta find out who this guy is, and yeah. I gotta listen more to this band, and you know, and then it just, you know, and I, you know, and, and then it was like, oh, and Jar Flies, and then that, you know, Ethan and I have talked about this before, you know, uh, how, you know, the next album, Jar Flies, was like, oh my gosh, this guy can totally, like you said, he can rock his balls off, but you know, yeah. he, he can, he can go back to something, you know, yeah. like. Yeah, like the jar of flies, even the stuff on sap, right? I yeah, mean, yeah that, exactly. That Which that was even, that was in the dirt know. era, you know. And then yes. right side mm-hmm. by side, you have the two sides of the coin. And it's funny because 
Um, this was a long time ago. I think Andy, when you and I first started communicating, like we had a conversation once and you said that you thought that Jerry Cantrell was probably one of the most versatile guitarists ever basically. Yeah. And, and, it, and I thought about that when I was watching the show, actually you saying that because when, when it's all on there or when you're subjected to all of it within like an hour and a half or two hours and he's playing the fast, like shreddy type stuff. Cause some of Alice's stuff was kind of like that earlier on. Mm -hmm. And then he's slowing it down and, um, and it's just one after another. You don't know. I mean, he, he could do it all. And it's so, so impressive yeah. because one, he can do it all Two, He's incredibly talented at whatever he does. And three, it, it all sounds so good. Like, it's not like he doesn't do the slow yeah. stuff. Well, it, like he does the fast no. stuff just as well as he does the slow stuff. Yeah. He's super clean. Yeah, he, he's very efficient in like all of his moves on the guitar. And like I was going back and listening to like Bog Boggy Depot and yeah. Degradation Trip and, and the stuff on there is I mean, we were just talking about off camera, like I mean it is so his solo stuff is is you know, I don't know, so parallel with all of Allison Chain's discography in such a beautiful way. Like his he's he is so true to his style and yeah I, yeah he's he's the riff lord he's got some just like some beautifully flowing it's yeah. just flowing everything flows so well for me yeah on those albums like on his per, on his personal stuff i love it i i think he's also uh you know he's an artist who serves the song it's it's not about jerry it's about yeah. the song you know and yeah he doesn't play parts that don't you know serve a song well you know there's a nice little lead in, uh, you know, in my song. Um, and he played, did he play my song at your show? Uh, yes, I believe. Yeah. That was, I think yeah. his first mm -hmm. solo song or his first solo, you know, solo yeah. song that he did. Um, There's just a sweet show. little lead that he does in that. And I just feel like that is a perfect example of Jerry, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, serves the song. You have, you know, so much going on there capturing everything. And, and it's just, He's just a great musician, and obviously, I mean, the the creativity keeps flowing from him, you know. Yeah, and that's why yeah. I was so excited to finally get another solo record from him in Brighton. Um, and that is that's a great, great record. And and I think um from that record he played at my show. He played he played Brighton. He played uh, Black Hearts and Evil Done with uh, Lola Colette, who was the opener. And then I, he also played a tone. But I mean, Brighton is such a the title track. That's such a classic Jerry song um and it just it, yeah he's he's got he's got such a unique vein that he seems to create from that i feel like you could take songs from brighton and put them on degradation trip and vice versa or even yeah. put them on the alice yeah. and chains self-titled and it, it's all so cohesive right. because i mean jerry basically was the songwriter for alice yeah and yes. you can tell he's he, was, he uh, creates but in his a, space and it's such, but it's such a good extension. It's not like he redid yeah. anything. No, you know what I mean? Exactly. Right? Cause yeah. that's like, that's the trope of like a lot of people when they just like, oh, they're making another album. Like he just like he is expanding one big album that is Jerry Cantrell's music. Like it's right. just one, it's just, it's a different area and it just fits well together. He's not redoing yeah. any of it. And I think that's why I, I don't get into the, oh, well, it's not Lane singing, you know, like yeah. I, I don't, I don't try to get into that whole thing because I, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just great music and you can't, you know, yeah, how able, was, you can't take that away. What, yeah. what was, what's, how do you say his last name? Greg, Greg Pachado, who was, Pachado. Doing, yeah, he was taking the vocals on with how, Jerry. How, how was he, how was his part in, in the whole show? I feel like, well, yeah, go ahead. How, how was he? So for me, um, one, I think for most of the show, I was just so fixated on and in awe of Jerry Cantrell, <laughs> yeah. who was six feet in front of me that it was, uh, Sometimes I kind of forgot to listen, but I mean, Greg had so much energy and yeah. he was going around the stage and his voice is strong. I, I think being up at the front, you know, right near all of the noise, sometimes it's hard to pick out the vocals. Um, but I mean, he is, he is very, very talented and they seem to have really good rapport, uh, Jerry and Greg and, 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 you know, the entire band together. But yeah, it was, it was really, really cool. And some of those songs, some of those parts that he's singing, I mean, there's there are parts that Lane would sing. Those are not right. easy things to sing. I mean, I can't yeah. sing for the life of me, but I can't imagine some of these parts like like Man in the Box or something. Uh, we got that one. I can't imagine Lane's part in the That's chorus so cool. for Man in the Box is easy to sing. And Greg was up there taking taking it, laying into that after being on stage already for an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, it was it was hard where I was. I couldn't 
hear him very well. I don't yeah. know if it was the way the sound was mixed or the way we were there in front of the, the line arrays were sort of to either end of the auditorium where we were. So we yeah. weren't like dead, you know, that's so the problem was, with being it, up on the rail. Sometime is the speaker. Yeah, kind, you you kind of miss. miss yeah. You it. miss where the mix yeah. is. Yeah, Cause the sound got, yeah. <laughs> but when that I is, went back and listened to some of the, you know, stuff that I video that I took, it was like, Oh, okay. Now I can, yeah. you know, both yeah, those, it sounds. Yeah. Both those videos, like when you guys sent it, like I, one of you sent a so, um, a few, well, you both sent solos, but like, um, it came through so so good and crisp, and it was you could just see like it was just a, a flowing a flowing night of music. It was great. Andy, yeah. was there a song from the night um, that was your favorite performance, or is there one for you that sticks out, or it's is or is it just like the whole thing? I think it's the whole thing. Like, yeah. there's not like one moment that I was like, yeah. you know, okay. So the one song was it ain't like that. You know? Yeah, like, that's my I answer totally, too. <laughs> I totally really? was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it was. Because... I can still see you know, like because your mind goes to the to sing the movie singles, you know, yes, right? Because exactly. they're in that club playing that. And yeah. You're like, <laughs> because for me, you're like, man, back then, like it would have been, I would have loved, you know, because I mean, all of us who wouldn't have loved to have been at the Paramount or you right, know, or exactly. the to see them, you know, and it takes you to that, you know. Yeah, dude, I wonder what it was really like, you know. Yeah. Um. I did want to say one thing though before I forget. Yeah. Um, when he the Brighton, what, that was when the bass went down at the mm-hmm. show, and uh, and he goes, he's standing there, and he goes, "Ah, it's good. I didn't really feel like I played that opening lead that well. Anyway, <laughs> I'll get I'll get another shot at it now." <laughs> <laughs> Always the that's perfectionist. Awesome. That's so yeah. cool. That's that's just so yeah. cool. He's yeah. he's the man. Jerry is the man. It's so funny though that you say it ain't like that because for me. Um, so I'm comparing the set list and we both got that song at the same point in the show. Um, it was the 13th song that they played in both of the shows that we went to, but it was the same thing. I mean, I was just in awe the whole time. And then there was something about that song when they came in with that, um, it just, it took it to another level, which was, I mean, it was unbelievable. And I felt similarly at the beginning. So the first three songs that I heard were, uh, them bones psychotic break and then they went into nice. sea of sorrow and sea of sorrow was another oh, one you got, yeah, we, i got yeah i got sea of sorrow oh, and man. i got got me wrong which i, I don't think nice. you got got me wrong um no no yeah that was super that's cool that's like but, one of my favorites of yeah that was awesome. so I, I, i've been playing it on my guitar the entire week like my <laughs> yeah. neighbors probably want to kill me because i've just been playing along to the unplugged version but yeah there were there were a couple of moments like that where it was just like wow this is unbelievable so um, what did what did Andy get that you didn't then? What what songs were different? Uh, so it looks like Andy got Check My Brain um, instead of yes. Got Me Wrong. And then um, he did get, um, there was a, there were a couple of swaps here. I think you also got, um, uh, I'm trying to see here. There's, oh, you, you got Heaven Beside You. I did not get yes. that one. Oh. Yeah. Because I believe I had texted Ethan or I put that in the text. Yes. I think so that was he just went group. into Heaven Beside You. Yeah. Yep. In group text. And, How was yeah. that? Oh yeah, it's probably awesome. Yeah, yeah, that would be such I a mean, good well, I, Rooster, you got Rooster? Did you get Rooster? Chris? I I did I did get Rooster. Yes, yeah. I, that one I was like, oh, yeah, I man. believe the like, encore it was the same for for both shows. It was um, I think it was a Tone Man in the Box Rooster, and then uh, the Elton John cover that he did. Um, but Rooster was so so yeah. cool. That's a it sick. Just, that's a sick encore, honestly. Yeah. Well, I didn't know how many yeah. songs we were gonna get in the encore, so he starts yeah. with a tone, and I was like, "All right, sweet." And then he went to "Man in the Box," and I just, <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't think there was gonna be more. And then he went into "Rooster," I was like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so, so crazy." Yeah. Oh my that's gosh, it's it funny because you know Doug was with me, and he's like, "Oh, he didn't play Man in the Box. He's got to play Man in the Box." Yeah. And I was like, "He's not gonna play Man in the Box." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can tell though, because he, he, he I, don't, I don't know in technical terms, but uh, that thing that he brought up next to the mic, like the little voice thing. Oh, a talk box. It's yeah, like he, the talk he, box. yeah, he, he flipped yeah. the talk box up, and I was like, all right, I know, I know what's coming yeah. now. Well, and it was, sure enough. I saw, uh, you know, his, his tech bring it out and yeah. set it up at our show, mm-hmm. but then he flipped it down, and I was like, oh, maybe he's not doing, you know, yeah. maybe he's not going to do it. But maybe I thought when I saw initially when i saw the talk box come out i was like ah maybe you know yeah Yeah. so what was the what was the um 
What was the clientele of the crowd? What, what was the, was it all old heads? Was it all like grunge or <laughs> like, were they singing every word to every song? Like how educated was everybody kind of the same, like same place as, I mean, probably you, Andy, probably not as many people, uh, running grunge pages like you there Chris. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like in philly uh i thought it was um guys my age and older a lot of dudes yeah. you know uh yeah you know, i i Do made a joke you know i made a joke about it at work the next day i'm like yeah it wasn't like you know you were if you were going there looking for chicks that wasn't the show <laughs> it was not, you know it was I mean? not your venue <laughs> yeah, 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 it wasn't that wasn't you know there's like a couple guys, you know, there's always a couple uh, wives there or girlfriends that come with their boyfriends and, you yeah. know, and, yeah. but yeah, that was kind of, I think it was a lot of, you know, older, not, not necessarily older, but you know, people that would have been my just showing, age, showing you know, respect yeah. for all the years. <laughs> yeah. People, yeah. people that were yeah. old enough to have purchased one of these CDs or something back when they were new. Yeah. yeah. You know, or, or just. I don't know. It's always, I mean, that's, that's a whole nother thing you could get into is like who goes to concerts, why they go to concerts, right. you know, like, yeah. like it's for me, I go to them when it's somebody that I'm like super, super into. So, yeah. you know, yeah. but I mean, I mean, I don't know, Chris, like when he did, he did wood, right. For, yes. for your show. Yeah. I, I mean, hear were that. people where people jump. I mean, cause like, Everybody was like, as soon as the chorus hit, you know, yes. it was just the whole place was screaming into the flood again. Hundred percent, same yeah, old was, trip it was back yep, then. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was the um, that was kind of the theme throughout the night. So I, I'd say like all of like the Alice hits that they played. Um, like I remember, no excuses. Like everybody was singing along to the chorus for that one. Yeah. Um, them bones obviously too but then um then wood man in the box and rooster i mean people i i, I think all the hits it just turned into a big sing-along but i think the um the attendees at my show are, is virtually the same thing um i i think jerry can like a jerry cantrell show is kind of in a way like a connoisseur's show where you you go to it not because like oh I'm going to check this out because it's in town tonight I i think everybody there had a story or had a connection to the music um, yeah. and, and I was talking with some people that were you know, old enough to have experienced it when it happened. And they were telling me about some of the shows that they had went to and, you know, waiting in line at the, at the record store to, to pick up dirt when it came out or whatever. Yeah. Um, there were, there were a few, few people my age and <laughs> maybe a little younger, but I, predominantly I'd, I'd say people that were old enough to have developed a connection when the music was new, but it's always super cool too, because I don't know, you, you, like you get you get these head nods. Like I'm a younger guy in there, and and somebody who's a little bit older, and like you know, you're sitting Pat on the back. whatever. You're 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 trading stories, and oh. they're like, all right, like <laughs> I've earned their respect. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I, I would say, like you said, connoisseur. Like I feel like people would people go there, and it's like a full course meal to them, right? And sometimes when people go to concerts, like they go for like three or four songs, yeah. and they kind of have to wait for right. all the other songs to finish. Yeah. But for the for this group, it's like you go and. And every song is like yes, and like oh, this one yes, like every song I mean, is it's like just, it's just yeah. a rock and roll show, man. It's that's just, exactly you know, what it just, is. Yeah, you know, exactly wall to wall, yeah, wall to wall. There and the horns screaming, are up, man. It's like the horns are up. You're screaming, Jerry Shredder. That's right. Yeah, I mean, you take the hat off, up, you're banging you know, your head. It's like this is what rock and roll is supposed to be. Yes. You know, yeah. like, oh, like right here. Yeah, you know, it's man. funny because it I I, I called Ethan the next day. Ethan, I was talking to you, and and I think I said something to that effect. Like that was just a rock show, and it was exactly what I needed because it feels yeah. good yeah. to be in that environment and just to. <laughs> it you, does. I mean, after loose. two years of not be of being like I don't know, you know, and now right. here we are, you know. Yeah, and probably like, yeah. and probably the the other half of that is like he's you know Jerry's obviously older than a lot of people that are touring, or like it's a different. Like they're just giving the show the way it should be, and it's not trying to impress. You know what I mean? It's just super authentic, yeah. Yeah. playing the songs from the heart, and it's not. Yes, you know, trying to be seen or heard to get the next record label. You know, stuff like that that you get from think, certain bands. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's, I think and that's once, awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's he's proven himself. You right. know, yeah. he, he doesn't have anything to prove to anybody. No. You know, yeah. You know, I think I take that away from you know. 
I'm almost 10 years into being in the business and it's like, now it's like, I don't have to prove anything to anybody anymore. You know, right. like, yeah, you don't need to I, worry you know, about getting business. Yeah. Yeah. You it's know, already so done. I, you know, people, you know, are going to, the phone's going to ring and, you know, and it's because, you know, they're, they're they want the reputation that we've built, you know, as a, as a, as a business. And that's the same thing with a band. A band is essentially a business yeah. and the ones who learn to do that well, succeed you know it's you know yeah it's just 100%. i wish some i wish somebody would have told me that when i was you know 18 <laughs> <laughs> not thinking that we were just a bunch of guys in the basement you know with some guitars and drums and thinking you know oh yeah you know yeah we'll make it yeah all, all in all I'm, I'm so happy that i was able to see the show and that i was able to see it in the setting that it was in i i think um the one negative outcome of this, I think, is that I was, I'm still thinking about, I probably will because I don't think it'll be expensive, but Alice in Chains, they're touring uh, and they're coming uh, close enough to me that I would go, I think sometime in September, October, but it's a big amphitheater. So there will be seats. There will be, a, it's a bigger crowd. Yeah. I and mean, it's going to be, it's going to be really hard to not compare the two. And it's going to yeah. be really hard to not be disappointed just yeah. because that, that experience at the Jerry Cantrell show being so close. Uh, and just hearing, yeah. and it, it's just, it's, it's, it's unbeatable, it's unbeatable, just general admission. You're up there. It's, you know, so, it's loud, it's sweaty. There's not, there's no elbow room, but it doesn't matter because you're all there for yeah. the same thing. So, um, since you talk about it like that, comparing the two and, you know, it's came around, you guys both got to see it. I have an opportunity this Sunday, Easter Sunday, Jerry is playing in Nashville and it's two hours North of me. Um, I have like obviously Easter Sunday. I'm actually going to be with my roommates. But Andy, what do you think? Should I, if I got back, Jerry would go on probably at nine o'clock, like he did for both your shows. It's nine Easter, to eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Easter Sunday. Do I drive up and make it happen? Well, I would first do a little bit of research on that because I just saw that they announced on Instagram a little bit ago that they do have some positive COVID cases in their camp. So oh. they just canceled like uh -oh. all their florida shows Dang. so i would i would i would first go find yeah. out if <laughs> yeah before you drive really yeah. Happen. Yeah. wow you know i did that I might did, be I did that might be best case scenario for yeah. a viewer like so, postpone them because then yeah. they reschedule yeah. it yeah um so i would i just actually saw hopefully. that on his uh on yeah. his instagram page that yeah they're they did cancel some shows in florida so yeah. Wow. So you, Which, I think maybe I mean, if be, you're going to do, you know, yeah. it's five days, right? Is still the quarantine time. So they'd probably be fine. That's going to, that's, yeah. Especially so, in Nashville. But, I mean, and yeah. So they canceled Orlando, St. Petersburg, and then they play Atlanta on the 15th and then Nashville on the 17th. Okay. So, yeah. Um, you know, you have a little bit of a buffer. The nice thing, though, Ethan, when this podcast goes live, your decision will have already been made one way or another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's I say you gotta go. You gotta go. I think <laughs> if, if make it, happens, it just go. make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. I'll it's, go see Jesus Christ. I mean Jerry Cantrell. Same initials. Same initials. They both have long hair, so I don't know if Jesus. Hey, was Jesus Christ is gonna be around forever. Jerry Cantrell <laughs> might not. That's yeah. that's the that's the blurb right there. <laughs> I mean, if I uh, you know if I know Jesus at all, he was a rocker too, and he would understand, right? <laughs> Yeah, he wants you to see Jerry Cantrell. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I say you absolutely. If if it's feasible, I think you got to make it happen because I I wasn't I was a little on the fence to go because it was a Wednesday night. I had to drive up. It was late. I had to work early the next morning. But um, when I was like, I I, I was talking to you, Ethan, and you were like, Yeah, you, you got to do that. And I did it. And that show that they put on, I think if you can see it, you have to see it. I'm ready yeah, to make. Yeah, I'm ready to make a spontaneous decision yeah. to do this. I'm like all yeah. jacked yeah. up about yeah, you, talking you have to about join, it. You have to join the fraternity. I know. Yeah, I, yeah. I know. Exactly. I mean, what what kind of what kind of what kind of fan person exactly. musician you have would a I reputation be? to uphold? And as your friends, you know, Chris and I are going to start a, a GoFundMe so we can get you to the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll, well, we'll we'll get we'll get you. And up like, there. just like Chris said, I mean, there was some. He met up with some GB fans, and then you posted it. I'm sure that there's going to be some oh, in Nashville yeah. too. Hundred percent, Ethan. We'll be able and there to probably go. was in Philadelphia. There's a ton. I'm, I mean, I'm Doug, sorry, Doug oh, I, top I, of the yeah. yeah, Doug. Yeah, Doug, Doug, Doug I was. 
stand, standing right next to him the whole time. Yeah. yeah. There, there were people, yeah. uh, I, I talked to a couple other people who went to the show of Philly, um, but Ethan, we're probably going to be able to go to any grunge adjacent, adjacent show for the time, like for the indefinite future. And we're going to be able to know somebody who's there, which is super oh, yeah. cool. So I, yeah, I think, Just I think when you, do, you go, you put out a feeler like, Hey, is anyone, anyone going to be there? And then yeah, because I mean, have, I mean, I would go watch night. by myself for sure. But it sounds like yeah. your experience sounds amazing. Obviously, Andy going with somebody that you you know have listened and talked yeah. to about a lot sounds really good too. But um, dang, it sounds awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, what was Doug's reaction? Um, did was he was he? I don't know how much of a fan, how much of a uh, Jerry uh, fan. I, I was actually, I was gonna say that. Like, I didn't realize how much he. Yeah, like he was. You know, I think he was really thought it was a great show too. You know. Yeah. How can you not? Um, I mean, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was super, super cool. Um, it's a, uh, it's a high bar that any other concert I'm going to see this year. Uh, it's gonna, it's a tall, it's a tall act to follow. I don't know what my next show is gonna be, but it's, it's definitely one of those like, um, there's history with it and and the band and the music. Like maybe, hopefully, Modest Mouse is that same thing for both of us when we go, Chris. Yeah, like, I think hopefully so. That, yeah, I hopefully. think that that has potential to kind of do that. I don't have um, anything else lined up that I would say I listen to as heavily as those two. Yeah. Um. So right. if how much how much has he Jerry toured like solo in the past? Has he done? Did he do one like? Did, I don't did know he that t- he's done much since. Uh... Since Degradation Trip came out, because I think yeah. Alice reunited, they started playing shows in 06, and it was pretty much just Alice. He's played a few one-offs. He did some acoustic shows, I think, in 2019, but I don't, I don't know that he's done much or any. Yeah, solo so it's touring. not that, obviously not that common, and and who knows if he would do. I mean, if they're going to be touring with AIC, I mean, right? And if may he, not does, come if around he doesn't have the record or not, or what what the story's going to be. Um, I hope I hope we get more Jerry Cantrell. Uh, solo stuff. I mean, if if he, yeah, and any anything Jerry gives us, I'm going to uh, I'm going to devour yeah. because he's he's that good. Um, there's really there's really nothing else to say about that. I mean, he's incredible, yeah. and I think this is also one of the cooler parts about it is um, having seen the show and and Ethan, you'll join this club uh, by by the end of the day on Sunday. But just being able to <laughs> share in it and share our, the experiences with friends who are also really passionate about it like that's that's always super super fun yeah maybe we'll have yeah. to re we'll have to re-record this episode in a week. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah episodes 56 and 57 we'll be, we'll be about jerry yeah. cantrell's brighton tour you're gonna yeah hey, we gotta figure out something else for episode 56 right you'll put this one make this one 57 find something else to talk about yeah exactly We'll have to do that. But. And I'll just overlay all my opinions over the questions that we asked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Drew would love that. We need you to uh, mix all yeah, this. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he would, he, he would absolutely love that. Well, yeah, Andy, so Drew. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, Drew, um, obviously, we played in a band, and Andy's played with Drew a bunch of times. So This is um, all full circle. It's all full circle. Yeah. I mean, that's what music does. I mean, it keeps people connected throughout the years. and And I think that the reason that we love grunge is because it connects generations and that's exactly what happened with andy and i um and i just happened to be a drummer and he was a guitarist so it was really easy to uh just jam you know totally and it's interesting to see with my son now who's 13 years old and drums you know and him coming to me with that grunge you know you know he's you know up here drumming to interstate love song you know yeah uh so he's and, uh, he's in he's into all of it, huh? Yeah, yeah. It started That's with so you know cool. his buddy, you know, got him. I didn't even prompt it, so I was like, you know what, I I'll allow my children to make their decisions, and I'm not going to be like, oh, you got to listen to this or you have to listen to that. And I I I'm not going to be that way. And that, he just you know I heard him listening one day, and yeah, uh, I think some of it is um, he got the Spotify set list for. Uh, our show, Ethan, with Merchant Copy, the one that you put together for yeah. all the songs that we played. Nice. Yeah, and he got, you know, and then he, that got, he led, got that list and he started playing. He got that list and started listening to. Um, I'm gonna pull yeah, it up. Yeah, Meat Meat Puppets is on there. You know. Um, oh yeah. You know, um, well, I think we need to talk about this on 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 live because we have a show coming up and we need to just uh, make another playlist. Yeah. 
I have my so, batteries last. I'm trying to make sure my charger good. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we definitely Dang, looking at this list, we had we had Wheels, Backwater, Everlong, uh, yeah. She by the Green Day, Sherub Rock. Oh man, I would have loved I love playing Sherub Rock. That's like Sherub Rock, yeah. That that's was, a, was that's great. a great yeah. that's a great song. Me and uh, Drew, we used to play that um a lot. We had Black Hole Sun on there. Did we play Black Hole Sun? Um, we didn't. We ended up, we were having trouble with it, and we ended up cutting Black yeah. Hole Sun. I think, I don't know if Adam was having trouble swinging with that. Or, that's probably, yeah, that's probably what one, else. yeah. No, yeah. no. Boys Don't Cry by The Cure. That, yeah, that was, that, that's, that's good. I like playing funny, The Cure. That, that came on in the truck the other night when we were Friday, uh, I'm riding. in love. Uh, yeah, we didn't do Friday, I'm in love, did we? No, I, I think we just played... Um, we just plays uh, boys. What was don't the other cry. one we did? We did another '80s song in there. Um, well, we we played did we we played nearly lost you. We definitely jammed it a lot. Um, we ne- we didn't play. We never ended up no. playing nearly lost you. Um, oh, I melt with you by Modern English. That's it. Yeah. 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 Another one right in the Cure vein. That was really fun. Those those are fun. Yeah. That, I like that genre. That kind of. It's yeah. like emo, e, the emo before the Midwest emo before, was a thing, like, like yeah. a shoegaze almost. Yeah, yeah, that stuff was good. So, Listen so it. Cole's been listening to um this out this the set list. That's great. He's probably the yeah, and then uh, but got then three likes. You know, he's yeah, he's sort of him. <laughs> so yeah, sort of you know. Then he's branched off, and then he has a friend that comes over. You know, plays play some bass with him, and you know, he's always that's playing. That's all uh, about. You know, uh, they play. They're really trying to they he likes uh 46 and 2 by tool you know <laughs> yeah he does Absolutely. And, uh, and then and numa by tool which is that's off their i guess that's like a 2019 song okay a, yeah a real that new was one. The, Dan, the recent i mean album. complex Damn, Andy, Danny, i didn't Danny, know that danny danny carey like complex drumming you know and it's like Damn. you know and- i'm like so I was yeah. gonna say, Andy, I did not know that you're getting your kid into Tool. Should I be worried? Well, like, uh, <laughs> I, listen, I don't I know worried. about this, man. I, this is uh, uh, I don't know either. But this, more is, like, well, this is extreme, dude. It's if more worrying that this. he's getting himself into Tool. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, who's he hanging he out like, with these days? But if you look, at, I mean, here's another thing. Talk about a great musician is Danny Carey, Danny, the drummer. I mean, yeah. it's just this stuff he's, that he does. You know, just blows your yeah. mind away. Like you the, would love his. You know, yeah, I can't stand it. Unreal. You would love to, but I, but, <laughs> I mean, it He's is really just good. like. Sorry. I was uh, no, it's Rob. I was gonna say, um, you would really enjoy talking to one of the other guys that we've had a similar conversation with, Eric Lederman, and um, he talks about drummers serving mm-hmm. the song, like like we talk about Jerry serving the song and the different guitarists, and and he said, and and being busy without being overbearing, and he says that yes. you know, D- Danny Carey does exactly that he is he's an extreme talent but he's not right. overbearing at times and he does let the song breathe and let let's maynard do his thing and that's why that band is so you know hypnotizing in, in a lot yeah. of ways because the the yeah. parts play they all have their own parts but they don't they don't step on each other and it like fits really well and D- yeah. danny is he is really good it's always, sometimes it is a little bit much but it works yeah, for for the two it does. People. I mean, it, there's a there's a time and a place that I I do enjoy listening to some of it, and then, but I'm, overall, I'm more of a you know, like I said, I'm in the pit with the horns up. You know, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, gotta be. But so there's three of us. There's three of us here. We have a scheduled uh, merchant copy July 9th uh, back in the barn. So it's funny you're in an attic. Are you right? sure? Are you sure about that that venue? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, some, sometimes I, the, honestly, the, uh, the venue owner. <laughs> yeah, I would say the manager. Listen, the manager I'll was a real a hole. I'll find us. I'll find us a venue. If Dude, we, we need, need a mic. We need. A, we need a microphone. This. We need to make sure that I'll, we have the cord. I'll make sure we have everything. I, yeah. We didn't no, have a cord have last year. We're gonna. We're gonna be in good shape. I'll start practicing tonight. <laughs> who's playing? Is is well, who's gonna be home? Is Drew more coming importantly, home? More importantly, what are we playing? Yeah, all right. Actually, I, am I recruiting the whole band? Yeah, I guess I have them all back. We're man. recruiting. All right, I already. I'm calling. Dude, I already. Adam. I already texted Tyler. I said, "Hey, man, if you can we make need a it, base, dude, we need a basis. We need. We need a basis." I was like, "We, we got to pull this off, you know." Yeah, let's. What do he say? He's in, right? He's like, "Well, I mean, I didn't. I, I don't know if he." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd love to, but you know, well, now um, he's got to be in. 
Yeah. yeah, now he's in. It's official. It's it's Grunge Bible Podcast official. Yeah, it's you, happening. you can't you can't it's skip on, the show. It's on the airs. I know. I w- I really wanted to. But I if Drew can an, play guitar, I'll play bass. You know, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's four straight. I mean, someone needs to play uh, the Fugazi bass line. Uh, uh, and I, 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 yeah, I want to own that. Yeah, that's yeah. A- so I'll say let's let's do our songs of the week live. Let's do three right now. And it'll be our set. It's a kind of quasi we're building a set list for that day. So think of okay. um, a, you know, a song that you want to play, but also that you've been listening to. So it's kind of two birds, one stone. Oh, man, I, I we, like I like this. There's one that actually oh. comes to mind that I think would be super cool. So it can be. I mean, are we doing repeats? There's a few songs that we're it probably. Doesn't, it like, doesn't matter. We we could we could repeat. I, I I was thinking not necessarily just song of the week, but also like the set list from last year. But of course we can repeat it because we <laughs> we can do whatever we want. Ethan. Let's just let's just say there was like there's like 20 songs on this playlist, and we played like two because last year because we didn't have a microphone, and and all things considered, the manager was being a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so who wants to go first? Who wants I'll, to go, I'll go first? first. And, all right, let's hear it, Chris. So, what's I Merchant think, Copy? What's Merchant Copy going to open up with? So my oh, is this the if this is nah, the it opener, doesn't, this, it doesn't this need to be serve well as an opener. This would be kind of cool as an opener, but my song of the week slash um, desired song that we're gonna play. Uh, I mean, it it fits the mood of tonight. Uh, it's got to be "Cut You In" by Jerry Cantrell. <laughs> oh hell <laughs> yes. oh, yeah, that would be yeah, fun. Uh, that one, that would be really fun, dude. So, I was I I love that song. I think you know, I would really. I was telling Chris, like, it sounds like a Nirvana song and would be so cool if, like, we could hear, hear them play it, too. Like, it's just, it's such a... That'd be crazy. It's a different, it's a different Jerry song for like me. If, pe- so, if people really need, good. people need to be, to be convinced that Jerry Cantrell is the riff lord, I just show them cut you in. It's like, that's all you need. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's my selection. I think that, that one be, would be fun. Andy, are you going to, uh, you go next. I'll let you go next. I'm going to go with the Fugazi waiting room, then. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah that's that's yeah. an essential uh, that, right been, that one came on last night and it just, actually it came on the other day while we were pouring concrete and i was just like told perfect yeah because you, you, te- like, you texted us a video of it you're like this is on yeah. the set list for next show yeah yeah i'm like and that's what i don't Gotta know make that happen. yeah so how's the i don't how's, know yeah uh, well yeah there, there's gonna be a i mean uh, could be uh, I was listening to some social distortion last night. I mean, it's okay. like, <laughs> well, so how's the music on the job these days? What have you guys been listening to? Uh, that's well, where that's the toil is where it really you know goes well, down. It as all far depends as grunge. on uh, yeah, it all depends on um, who's the DJ for the day, and <laughs> um, it also depends on who's around. <laughs> so uh, you know um, what we listen to. So. Um, Today was classic rock day because there were kids playing in the yard of the house that we were working on. So. <laughs> you have to clean so it up. Wanna, for them. Yeah, we didn't want to. We want to have any f bombs flying. No, you know? probably um, not. Not good for the. Not good for we, the job. We, we we listen to everything. I mean, we'll we'll go from Rage Against the Machine, you know, to uh, I don't know. Uh, Joe Bonamassa blues song, you know, or something <laughs> like that. You know, that's range or, right there. I like that. That's good. Yeah, you know, um, that's pretty. Good. Even some eighty, you know, some some of the guys like eighties, eighties rock, you know, yeah. um, Foo Fighters. We've been listening to a lot of Foo Fighters, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I kind of want to pick one of the one of their songs. I, I think I did. Yes. Uh, I picked "I Am a River" last week, and I really uh, for our songs of the week, and I really could do "Word Forward" as my song. It's so it'd probably be a tie, but I also I kind of want to put back on. The list of Sherub Rock. I really, I really would love to play that. It's a hard song. Yes. It is. It is hard, but it um, is. And I, I mean, I would love to play a Soundgarden song too, but I know that's so hard to sing. Like, I feel like every time I bring that up with whatever band I'm playing with, it's always like, you know, do we have to do this? Like, do I have to <laughs> sing know, Chris's guess, part? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't feel like. Uh, I don't really feel like on Black Days would be. I don't know. I don't feel like that one would be. Maybe an audio slave song. Or, Maybe Audio Slave would be really that'd be really fun. Yeah. Like maybe play yeah. like ga- gasoline. Doesn't, doesn't remind me gasoline. Yeah. Gasoline. I, mean, I am the I am the highway might not be too terrible. Yeah. Either. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um oh, think about it. Gotta listen, I think I'm a, you know. Yeah, listen about it. I think because, I'm gonna go with know, gasoline. You, there you go. That's it's kinda hard. That's a pretty hard song to sing. Who I don't even know who's singing. Are you singing, Andy? 
Or is Adam? All right, well, if Adam can come home and sing. It's not as hard as show me how to live, though, at least. All right, who put Wonderwall on this last year? <laughs> yeah, that was that was totally Adam. Somebody else put Amber by 311, and I, I'm sure shit that wasn't me. <laughs> I hate that song. You, you kicked out we, of ended, band we, ended up, that. we ended up mixing that one. That one got cut, right? Amber by, uh, yeah, by 311 yeah. got cut. It never, had, it, never, it never had a chance to be played. I wasn't playing that song. There's no rock yeah. horns coming out in that song. No. But our, yeah. you know what happened was is our drummer didn't have enough stamina to hang on forever long. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Uh, we have some uh, intra band conflict right here. So no, it's, a, it's, official, a, it's, it's officially it's, a band. Like yeah, intra, intra band ball busting. Yeah, you know? we're like the Gallagher brothers. <laughs> After the show, we're done. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. Never playing again. <laughs> we're staying together for the show and then we're for the tour and then we're done. <laughs> All right, I'm yeah. gonna go with I'll, I'm gonna go with Share Brock. I'm gonna put that on the list for that's pretty good. That, for a good that's measure. A, that's a good list right there. So really three good, good songs, what about, three oh, fun songs. We gotta get. Oh, are we? We're not discussing further then. We can further music. You mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I we loved uh, Served Servants when we did that one. Yeah. Remember we did that one. That was that one's oh, always yeah. got to be awesome. on, the, on the list. Yeah, yeah. Easy, easy one to throw I, in. Yeah, well, def- Service Servants is a lot of fun. Well, I think we play that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's some good Nirvana stuff that we could throw in. It'd be cool to play a Trees song, too. You guys nearly lost you. That, I, mean, I was saying, yeah, nearly lost tune. you. Yeah. You need I mean, to bring of course, it down with some dollar bill or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I would love that. I mean, and I mean, and Backwater. You know, we've got to play the puppets. Yeah, the puppets we'll, me. we'll play for three hours. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like we'll a fish concert. We'll play until they shut us down. Exactly. Pull That's the, the only plugs. way to do it. Well, this has been a uh, a very lovely, uh, lovely sit down. This is great. You got yes. you got some Jerry talk, some some tool talk meandered into, and then some yeah. uh, some some band summer tour planning. So this is really uh, we're covering all the bases here, which is really really awesome. But yeah, this was this was a lot of fun. It's always. It's always so fun just to talk music with people who are passionate about it, especially when yeah. amongst friends. So this episode yeah. just made a lot of sense because we've been talking a lot more, and you guys said both solemn. I'm gonna go see Jerry this Sunday, so yeah, you are. We're gonna we're gonna redo it, but like it's gonna be. But it just made so much sense. I mean, this is what I need to push me over the edge to go see it. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. Um, so great. I'm 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 happy that we were able to do this and. Um, yeah, uh, Andy, is there any? Uh, you have a you have the Instagram for the the masonry. Do you want to plug it? <laughs> uh, Engelman Masonry LLC, right? Yeah. I think that's it. Absolutely. I don't even remember. <laughs> One stop it's all, shop. It's all linked. I just yeah. yeah we'll, we'll, so. we'll we'll get that sorted. We gotta let the people know. Yeah. If you're in the yeah, eastern gotta, side of um, Pennsylvania and you need masonry done, and you want guy. the grunge, you want the grunge guys to come out and do it, and you want to hear grunge that's music right. while you play it, Engelman Masonry that's is right. what you need. Yeah. That's right. Well, Andy, thank you very much. Um, it was a pleasure. And um, that wraps yeah. up today's tonight's conversation. Appreciate, yeah. Jerry Appreciate you guys having me. Absolutely. So, all right. All right. Take care, Rock. Andy. Yep. We'll see Good you. See you. Rock and roll, guys. Rock on. So there we have it. That was a quality hour of conversation with Andy Engelman. And it was also an impromptu brainstorming for Merchant Copy, potentially coming to a city near you this summer, if you happen to live in eastern Pennsylvania. And want to come to um, my barn for a small show <laughs> with only limited, uh, limited seating or standing room only. Hey, you know what they say, though. We're gonna, if you've got I the music, we'll I've got it. the time. If you got the time, I've got the beer. Exactly. I mean, so. we'll, we can, we'll definitely, like... We gotta have we'll some videos and, and we yeah, we gotta live stream it. I think people would want to see. It. I mean, we've always been hesitant to kind of stuff like that for I don't know what reason. Um, it, probably because oh we can do whatever yeah. we want. Yeah, so we'll have some video and audio coming soon. That's like in July though. So yeah. a lot I of need time. to start practicing like yesterday. So a lot. That's why. That's why we're doing this. But that's why I put it live. Exactly. There's no um, turning back now. But uh, we. But that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. We hope that everyone out there listening did. Um, if you've seen the show, if you've seen Jerry's tour so far, let us know what your thoughts were, what your experiences are. 
Um, if you have tickets, that's great. We want to hear from you. If Jerry's coming to a city near you and you don't have tickets yet, buy the tickets. It's buy it's a great show. Um, I'm going to buy them right after this, I think. Yeah, I Ethan's, think I'm going to lock myself them. in. He's going to lock in. And well, once, what, yeah, what, what more in. signs do you need uh, if you're out there listening and you haven't locked in yet? Lock in. Be a person of action. Exactly. Some, <clears> someone's <throat> going to buy that ticket. It might as well be you. Yep. Do you want to be a person of action today? I think you if do. You, if you do, and Jerry Cantrell tickets are too much, like and subscribe to our podcast. <laughs> become a patron. <laughs> become a patron. That's if you made it to the, if you made it to this this point of the podcast, then do us a favor by doing something. <laughs> yeah, do something. <laughs> Call to put, action. Put, put something out into the world. We don't care what it is. If you can't go, if you're not going to go to the Jerry, if you're going to go to the Jerry show, you get a pass. Do that. But if you're yeah. not, you got to do something. Yeah. So, so subscribe, leave a review, become a patron, buy some merchandise. Uh, buy a shirt, there, yeah. there is a rumor that uh, some Into the Flood Again stickers might be making their way out there. Uh, I don't know much about that, though, but uh, <laughs> time, time will tell. But uh, yeah, um, thanks, everyone, for, for listening to us today. Um, take this as your sign to be a person of action. Go out there and uh, support something. Get some skin in the game. That's what you got to do. Yeah, this is an impromptu uh, call to action. So get off your ass and go do it. All right. We love you guys so much. Love you guys. We love you guys so much. Um, Till next week. Have a great week. Rock and roll, people. Rock and roll. Take care of yourselves out there. See you later.